You're listening to Creative Thursday, episode number 262. Welcome to Creative Thursday with Marisa Ann Cummings. We're talking all things life, business, and creativity with a special focus on helping artists confidently and consistently sell their creations to their ideal collectors online. Intended to inspire and empower you wherever you are on your creative journey, both personally and professionally. Enjoy and thank you for listening. It's Marisa, and today I want to answer a question that came up recently in the Expansive Artists, and it's, the answer to this question really addresses quite a few things that I've been meaning to share with you or give you some more insight on regarding investing in yourself, also known as investing in your education when it comes to your business. And how do you know when it's time? How do you know how much to invest? How do you know who to invest with? Or do you have multiple mentors? Do you really need to invest to have success in your business? These are some of the questions that I'm going to hopefully offer some insight for you on, because if you asked me at the beginning of my business journey, well, no, actually, I knew better at the beginning. One of the first investments I made in 2006 was to work with a very well-known coach, and I believe that it was almost $1,000 a month. Part of me wants to say, what was I thinking? Because I was making next to no income when I made that investment. And another part of me was headed the right direction because that ended up being my first turning point or rather my first breakthrough. It was working with that person that helped me start selling my work. And you can say it's you know, it's certainly I'm the one who did it, right? I, as a mentor, I don't ever believe that I'm responsible for someone's success, just to make that clear. I really appreciate when our members and my students send me notes of appreciation or say thank you. I mean, that just moves me to no end because that's why I'm here, right? Or if you drop me a note, send me a DM about this podcast, I just, I save those messages. (laughs) They're so meaningful for me and thank you for that. But you are always the one who is responsible for your success and you are the one taking action on what it is or the information and knowledge that I'm sharing with you. So when I think about this time, it's not because of this person, but that person played a role in me believing in myself and reassuring me. And honestly, sometimes that is everything. Someone who is out ahead of you uh, in wisdom, in terms of experience, in terms of achieving the kind of success or lifestyle that you are wanting to achieve, seeing where you want to go already and, and inviting you there and calling you there. To me, that is, that's a great coach. They 
they never doubt what you are capable of and they they just invite you forward. They invite you to step into the part of yourself that on some level you already know exists. Otherwise, you wouldn't desire to be there in the first place. And again, that was worth that investment and I borrowed to make that investment. But once I got going with my business, then there was a part of me that said, well, A, I felt like I can't continue to make this investment. And then B, I thought, okay, well, I've done it, right? Now I'm selling art. I mean, hey, I'm becoming a published author. I have a fabric collection. I'm licensing work. I'm selling art directly. I was working in all the areas of my art business that I had envisioned for myself. And I felt like I didn't need any more help. A big mistake. You know, I like to quote pretty woman. Big mistake. Julia Roberts, pretty woman. Number one, let me just say right now, investing in your university education If that is something that you have had the great fortune to do, maybe you're still doing it now. I always had this idea, maybe, maybe many people share this idea. Once my primary education was over and then I'm part of a generation and a culture, we went to college, I had that opportunity to go and that felt done to me. I was never seeking a master's program or a PhD. I just thought, get me out of school. It did not inspire me to be perfectly honest. Just the last part when I was doing advertising, I did love my advertising college at University of Florida. But once I was done, I I just wanted to work. That was probably the entrepreneurial spirit calling me forward. I don't necessarily today. No, that's going to be, I'm like, that's the subject for another day. I don't find that the university system, if you have a, a young person going to school now is who wants to be an entrepreneur in any capacity. I don't know that the university system is going to give them what they need. I think that I would highly recommend investing in many of the teachers I've learned from and so many more who've now joined the online space. That aside, my feeling was I'm done with education. I didn't think about it. Coaching, life coaches, business coaches was really just coming to the forefront. I wasn't really thinking I ever needed therapy because I felt like it it was people talking for years and not necessarily making improvements. And so I had a very definite idea about my self-improvement and my education. Now, I was still a seeker reading, listening, learning, attending more spiritual gatherings. I lived in Boulder for a while, so you can imagine if you know Boulder at all. I was I was always wanting to progress, and if you know me, you know I'm passionate about self-development, but the education just why do I need it? I've achieved what I want to achieve. But then I started running into challenges that I didn't know how to solve, and I really didn't have anybody in the art space, the online art space, who had come up with me that was really further ahead than me that was also teaching and that I also trusted to learn from. There there wasn't anybody, and I kept thinking, well, 
I can reach out to people, but a lot of people just do not know this online space because we are the pioneers of what we've created from blogging to Twitter to Instagram to Facebook. Not that we created those platforms, but I've witnessed all of it. I've, I've been a part of every beginning of all of those platforms and all the shifts in the online space that have come in that have come along with with all of those I kind of they're like momentous each time one of those platforms takes off including TikTok where are we now TikTok TikTok and Pinterest was in there there are significant markers on the timeline of the development of the online space for those of us who are selling in the online space and marketing in the online space there weren't a whole lot of people that were teaching about this. So that was another reason that I really, I didn't know who to turn to. And then there started to be what is now kind of an explosion of people who are teaching because they figured things out and they figured things out enough. They felt the desire to share and to help others. I'm sure there are some out there who just see it as a, uh, an opportunity to to make income and maybe in from my perspective their heart isn't in the right place but I would say most people who are putting the work in to build an online teaching mentoring coaching business you're not going to do it unless you love it <laughs> because it is also a lot of behind the scenes work so laying the groundwork for what I'm sharing with you that was a very unknowingly at the time big mistake for me because it almost cost me my business, honestly, because I reached new levels of business that because of my lack of education, awareness around next steps, just even as a business owner, that ended up holding me back. And it it just, it almost stalled me. So it's like an, a, I th often think of an airplane and you're flying along and then all of a sudden you're sputtering. And thankfully I was able to glide a little bit and found my way into mentors. And I always say that was the most interesting time in my life when I turned on that Periscope app that changed my life. It changed my life. I found people outside of my creative, artistic blogging at the time bubble, and I found people who knew what they were doing when it comes to marketing. And it was so, it was life-changing. But it's been a process of almost six years of connecting with so many of those people and learning from so many of those people I first found on that app that I never would have seen. So that was another lesson learned is that don't just look within your community, right? I was saying I'm looking within the arts community and so many people who are artists respectfully stumbled their way into these successful, you know, fairly successful businesses with no training, no guidance and kind of figured it out as we went. That's what many of us did. But then you do reach levels of success where, wow, is it so helpful to have someone who understands what's coming next to guide you. And then what's also happening with all of these markers of social media is that you are having to come up against yourself, I call it. You know, starting, one of my mentors recently said, starting an online business is actually one of the easiest things you can do in terms of no barrier to entry. 
However, it's one of the most challenging experiences when it comes to your head and your heart and putting yourself out there. And then I say, yeah, and layer on an artist in that. So building a business and putting yourself and and any vulnerability and saying, yes, I'm here to help you or I'm my art is here to add joy to your life or add an experience to your life, that requires so much inner strength. And I don't think we've talked about it or I don't think I've talked about it enough, but with the work I'm doing to move past the barriers I had once before, I am realizing just how much, how much um, inner work must happen for you to really embrace what you are here to do, what you feel called to do in this world. And that cannot be done alone. Actually, it can be, but it's really lonely and it's an uphill battle. It just is. And why add that to your already challenging work of just building a business or finding your voice as an artist or trusting yourself as an artist to begin with? No one should be doing this journey alone. And the beauty of today is that there are so many resources and so many very cool kick-ass people who can help you and make that journey so much better for you and much easier for you. And simultaneously, you end up in communities where those people help you as well, not just the mentors, but the communities with who are attracted to those mentors will often become really pivotal key players in your own business development. So going from someone who didn't invest at all to someone who now invests uh, close to between ten dollars and $20,000 into my education every year, that's very different. And I want to talk to you about that. And I want to be as transparent as I can about this because I don't think that I realized until I started investing with people and investing more, you know, investing thousands of dollars into courses and coaching beyond that early time, I didn't realize that all the successful people were investing thousands of dollars in themselves. It seems like this secret that people aren't talking about, or I just wasn't privy to it because I wasn't paying any attention. I was just like trying to survive, honestly. And I wasn't looking outside of my world because I also had all these ideas and opinions about people who knew marketing. And I've talked to you about that and how it's smarmy. And oh my gosh, all those beliefs are far out the window because some of these people are the coolest people I have ever met. And all of that to say, I don't think we are open about the expenses connected to our business and the expenses connected to our education. I plan to be putting a specific lesson into the expansive artists about what to actually budget for your business. And no, you don't need to be spending that kind of money at the beginning. But when someone like me, and the price will be going up in 2022, has a membership that's $47 a month or $470 for the year, as you can imagine, from my perspective now, you're getting um, 15, 16, over 20 years of experience of an entrepreneur in the online tech space, of an artist who sold work for years, 
and you are getting someone who's also investing in themselves every year and learning from some of the top online experts, it's a no-brainer. And I just say this to you, if you are thinking of joining me in any of my programs that are currently very affordable for what I'm offering, I'm not going to have that argument with you anymore that if you don't understand that this is an amazing opportunity, I don't know how to explain that to you anymore. And that would not just be from me. That would be from so many people that honestly have programs that are ridiculously low for you to have access to that kind of knowledge and resources. And I also just want to say for the record appreciate that. We seem to have created a culture where people expect so much from a $27 or $47 or $57 program. The reason people can offer to create this learning opportunity for you is by leveraging it with size. So there's another point that I will want to make in a moment, which is when you work with people, uh, don't ask them to stay small and inexpensive because that's not in a, that or small and affordable rather. That is not sustainable as a business owner. So I'm going to cycle back to that because really the question that came that inspired this podcast episode is how do I know when it's time for me to invest in maybe more one-on-one time with someone? Well, first of all, when you feel like you have made enough progress and that you are really wanting to speak to someone quickly and get that answer fast and you trust someone to give you guidance, although like I've said and continue to learn more myself, a really good coach is going to help you discover what you already know inside of you. They're not going to tell you exactly what you have to do. They're not. A good a good coach, a good mentor is not going to do that because part of your Learning journey is to be able to discover this yourself so that you have that experience to build upon, right? So let's talk about the different levels of learning for a moment. So the first point that I'm making here is you must invest in yourself to truly see success in the way that you want. And that can be anything from personal development, it can be therapy, Uh, in the modality that works best for you can be like a life coach and it can be uh, business coaching if you are growing a business. I recommend all of those. It may be all three at the same time because they are also very different. They are. There's not one solution for all. So one person is not going to be your end-all be-all. But you can certainly choose to invest in one person and ease into other ones or add on other ones. Um, The transparency side, again, I believe that I've worked with between 18 and probably over 20 people that I've invested in some form of education. And it continues to grow because as I learn more, the more I want to learn, the the more people are coming in and building programs and they are awesome. They're awesome. I could literally be a professional learner. So you're talking to someone who was kind of bored in school, thought that college ended, uh, was the, the end of your education, was fine being done with the university system to someone who now could honestly be, would love to be paid just to learn. So I love it so much. I really do. I can't even believe that I'm saying that, but it's, it's exciting because I'm always 
becoming inspired and aware and it just feeds my soul in so many ways. Plus, I love to do it on behalf of the artists I work with because I feel like I can help save them time. You know, my passion, my my place of investing right now allows me access to minds and insight that I can benefit all the people that I work with. So I see it as this huge ripple effect. So invest in yourself. Please don't do this alone. You can do it at a very affordable. And the reason I corrected it from inexpensive is because I know, and it was only a few years ago that investing $47 for me in a creative membership that I was a part of felt pretty significant. So I don't ever want to sound like I diminish what that feels like for you. But what I must clarify is please understand the value that you are getting for that. And please do not take that for granted. It's pretty powerful. Also, a lot of the free content that is being shared, I know for myself and what I share with you is worth years of experience. So I don't think I'm speaking to you because you are awesome and you get this, but no, you know, I know it, it hurts me when I see people be absolutely ungrateful going through other people's programs. Like I could cry. I'm like, do you have any idea what they've done to create this for you? And you are ungrateful and rude on top of it. And also trying to ruin the experience for other people enjoying it. That is not allowed in any of my offerings, first and foremost. And if you happen to be in a space where that is happening or any part of you wants to be kind of grouchy like that, don't. Don't do it. What people have created for you is pretty incredible. So approaching all of this with a sense of gratitude and appreciation is very powerful. Because you remember I talked about, um, I believe it was the cognitive bias, or there's another term I forgot to share with you last week called disintegration anxiety, well, that is when you are learning things and your old belief system wants to fight you on, it wants to fight you on changing. And so it's going to, it's going to point to your mentors usually first and kind of blame them. And uh, disintegration anxiety is exactly what it sounds like. It's just anxiety around your old ways of being disintegrating. And if you embark on this learning journey as you will, because I know that you trust me and what I'm sharing with you. I hope that you trust that my intentions are the best for you, that you will experience both of those. So you're going to be uncomfortable, you're going to get salty, and you're going to want to blame the people you learn from. Uh, but it's not really their fault. I mean, yes, maybe there are some people who don't do good programs, but I got to tell you, from all the people I've learned from, I'm blown away by what, what they create for their people. So Invest in yourself. Yes. And then we're talking about the different programs. So let's go through the levels of programs. The first is free. We've talked about that. This podcast is free. Um, if I haven't mentioned this and I haven't in a while, oh my goodness, if you are listening, I used to mention it in every episode and then I think I just stopped mentioning it. The best gift you can give to me is to leave a positive five-star review on this podcast. It means the world to me. So if you are so sending me a DM, many times I've asked you if you can just copy and paste that into the review as well because it helps the podcast reach more people. The more people I can reach, the more opportunities I have to grow. And honestly, if you love it so much, 
don't keep it to yourself. Like we have this interesting idea where we find really compelling people. I've been this person, not proud of it. And we kind of want to keep them to ourselves because the truth is, if you find someone good, invest with them early because people are blowing up fast. And then yes, it's, it's more challenging to connect with them, but know that it is a value to really bring that what that person is offering and learning and making a change for you. If you feel powerfully about that, please share that person further. It just helps. It helps everything. If we're living in a world where more creative people value their value, that can only benefit the world. All right, coming back to, so free is the first spot. It can be a podcast, It can be uh, challenges, like I've hosted challenges. It can be workshops. There are many versions of that. And if you are savvy and you know many times those free offerings are lead-ups to a paid offering, don't get salty about that either. That's how, that's how it works, okay? That is an opportunity for you to learn from someone the podcast, the same, to learn from someone, to see if they gel with you, if you, uh, or you gel with them rather. And, you know, do you want to learn more from them? Do you want to spend more time with them? Do you want to be invested in their community and have more support and help from them? So, and every stage offers more guidance, right? So free, you're going to get a certain level of guidance. On the podcast, obviously, I can't see you or talk to you right now. It's kind of one-sided. If you join me for a free offering that I'm not sure will be happening in 2022, uh, I'm, I'm contemplating my next steps on that. But let's say it's a very, very affordable offering to learn about working with me then that is going to be another level. I just bumped this microphone. I'm very, feeling very animated this morning. Uh, that's going to be another uh, level of connection. And then you are invited to many times join an affordable membership option. And again, the reason that that can be affordable is through size. So if you're joining a membership and it's affordable right now, please expect that person to grow because as I shared with you, it is not sustainable for someone to carry on an extremely affordable and let's just say under $100, under $200, under $300 a month for just a small group of people. It's not. And it's not fair to ask that of somebody. So if you want more personal connection, the next step up with that, up from that would be someone's course. And a course, let's just differentiate. A course typically is one specific focus going really deep. A membership is oftentimes go at your own pace, pick and choose what you need, accessible for many different levels of people where I'm talking about business specifically right now and creative business. And a course will be a short condensed version and a deep dive on a specific topic. So for me in the expansive artists, we cover all the topics of growing your business, everything from your social media to your email list building, email sending, to your website building, to your art development, 
to your reels creating, I'm thinking, to your budget, to your pricing, to your planning, to your vision creating, many, many different areas of your business fulfillment. The list goes on and on. We have a very extensive library at this point, and it's it's pretty amazing. It's amassed over a couple of years, and uh, it's not just my expertise either. It's also guest experts who come in, which can happen in a course offering as well. And then Artful Selling that I'm opening in January that I started last January is my deep dive on your creating your crafting, creating and crafting like a 12 month plan that is specific to your sales and marketing plan. And I take a very different approach uh, based upon what I saw as a whole in the market and how many people are just wasting and expending energy without knowing why they're going where they're going or knowing really any sense of who they are and the kind of art that they want to make. Putting your work on Instagram is not enough. There's much that goes on behind the scenes and I wanted to take people through a deep dive of that experience so that they have this incredibly solid foundation from which to develop from their forward always. Because once you know how to craft that for yourself, you will always have that process to return to and refine. And so that's why I also invite alumni to come back and work through the process. Now with that, we connect on Zooms and what has become an element of how I teach on a higher level is coaching that goes along with that. So group coaching. So we go through lessons and then we really spend time on Zoom with with group coaching. I really love coaching, not just teaching, because I know I can give you all the practical tips in the world. But if you're not handling some of what I've talked about in terms of how you approach this with your mind, your beliefs, this is so important. And I don't want to give you a bunch of tips and not help support you in integrating and assimilating all of those, all all of those areas that must work together. So Artful Selling is a deep dive. It's a it's a six-week program that goes on for about eight weeks because we also take some implementation time. So I'm not rushing you through everything. And then we have group coaching calls, which brings me to group coaching because that would be the next level. So group coaching is when One person gets in quote unquote the hot seat and speaks to the mentor directly. And very often I've heard this, I know this for myself as a student, I've heard this from my students, the question asked by that person. So you don't technically have to be in the hot seat because certainly as programs grow in size, not everyone can have that opportunity to speak directly to the mentor or coach who's leading that session you will still benefit. It's very powerful. And people have come to realize the power of that experience is even more valuable, honestly, than one-on-one coaching. Because many times in a group setting, you, because you're not in the hot seat, will see yourself in the question and the answer. And you know, certainly there are opportunities to share your insight on it, but I'm gonna differentiate a group coaching versus mastermind in just a moment. 
group coaching is really to be led by the leader and the coach. It's not really for a whole lot of people to weigh in on uh, certain instances, maybe, but you're really there to learn from from the mentor. Whereas mastermind, which can often be seen as a form of uh, group coaching as well, because it's a group, right? Typically between 12 to maybe 30 people. I'm in some masterminds that are around 100. It is to really benefit from the experience of the other members and everybody's at a certain level of success, whether that's monetary. Oh, a plane just went by pretty low. Whether that is monetary or whatever uh, standards or requirements the mastermind leader asks. Some it's a it's a monetary requirement. Some it's a level of experience. Usually the monetary comes with the level of experience. And the mastermind is much more about masterminding with that community. Everyone comes to the table with a valuable skill and experience to offer to others, whereas group coaching is still very much about you're in the learning seat and you are learning from the mentor or being coached by that coach. Now, all of these go up in price. And it, it should, I hope, make sense that they would because of the more high-touch involvement from the mentor, the more specificity, the more personal guidance, the specificity around the learning. And the one-on-one is technically one of the highest ways to coach with someone. Now, I know some people offer special rates for people who already work with them, and that's very generous. But many of my mentors, it's thousands of dollars for a full day with them. And it doesn't make sense to necessarily, unless that works for your budget and you have a very clear goal or outcome you want from that day with somebody, it doesn't make sense necessarily to invest at that level of one-on-one when you can get so much benefit from group coaching or masterminds, which is why a lot of very high-level mentors do not do one-on-one anymore because it's more beneficial for more people to offer these other opportunities to learn with them. And I, I tend to agree with that. And so group coaching is is a higher level and a mastermind. I mean, these are typically going anywhere from between five and I don't know, I think they can go as high as 100,000 for the year. Um, Group coaching, depending on, you know, how many, if it's quarterly group coaching, something I've done is several thousand or if it's also for a year commitment, you're going to be in the what would it be? Um, you're going to be in the four to five figure range within that kind of learning environment. And, you know, much of that has to do that may startle you as it did for me in the beginning. I was like, what? And I think Jen Sincero, you know, uh, you're a badass who was actually my mentor one time. She was one of the first. I forget. I did have these little pockets of learning. How could I forget? Ladies who launch, <laughs> Jensen Sincero. It was like a six-week program. It was a little incubator um, of, a, I think there were eight to 10 of us, young women entrepreneurs. And Jen Sincero of You're a Badass fame was our mentor, right when she was making this transition. And I did get to hear her speak And by transition, I mean going from poverty level to believing that she was here to do something in this world, which now you know her name. And so she is and was and is still has more to do. 
Well, she openly admitted to investing, I think, 85000 into a coach. And suddenly when people start having these conversations, and that for her was life-changing. You don't need to make it $85,000. you are going to know what's right for you. But the reason people can charge this is because they know that they are able to create value if you take the tools they share with you and you get access to the insight that they're able to support you with getting access to. They know the transformation that comes from that and thereby that that uh, price is absolutely justified. And for me as someone who started with a $97 course, um, I, I understand. And many of us as artists did the same thing with our courses as we did with our art and we undervalued it. And so we all, part of the reason of this podcast is to begin educating people. I talk a lot about we also as artists have to educate our collectors in understanding the value of what we do without justifying it. This isn't intended to justify it. This is intended to be educational. Certainly there are people um, who sadly will put massive price tags on promises that they don't keep. And I know many people that in their journey of investing in themselves have been utterly scammed. And that is heartbreaking. So do your research. I don't think that that happens because now the internet is pretty you know, people talk, you, you can find out a lot about people and there's more and more transparency. You know, uh, by the time this episode goes up, I'm inviting my EA members to join us for artful selling. They get a special rate because they're already invested in working with me. They get advance entry to artful selling and we get a little bonus call as well. And I'm inviting them or I invited them to come and ask me questions directly. And I've invited alumni to come and answer questions as well about as to what their experience was and, you know, what they got from joining me in artful selling. And I have been in programs where that's happening too, where I can speak to one of the coaches who works with a high level mentor, or I can speak to alumni you know, everybody who's got their heart in the right place around this really will do their part to make sure you are the right fit for their program. So one thing to clarify with both group coaching and mastermind is that many times those levels are application based so that we really know that we're getting the right mix of people into the group. Mastermind especially is so important that it's the right mix of people and that, you know, because it really becomes a mastermind, it becomes a collective of wisdom, intelligence, ideas, everything. So that those are the levels, right? A free or very low ticket offering to usually a membership offering. Some people have that opportunity to work with them. Some people don't. Some people will keep that opportunity. Some won't. When you find someone you want to work with, jump in. Don't wait for next year because honestly, you don't know. Some people stop. They stop teaching. They 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 take a different direction. They stop teaching a specific program or they stop working one-on-one or they stop group coaching. Just dive in when the, when the opportunity is there. And will you ever feel like it's right? Probably not. 
anytime you're investing in yourself, it always feels like, oh, should I do this? You will second guess it most likely. You will feel a sense of uh, stress, especially if it's a bigger investment. And certainly, you know, if you're working with me and a bigger investment and you ever want to have a conversation and talk through that, I want to support you in making the right decision on that. But you know, you don't want to put yourself in in peril financially. That's not it on any level. But you have to know how to stretch because it's typically going to take stretching that's going to up-level you into the next place of your business. And honestly, your life. As I'm talking to you now, I'm definitely thinking of my own programs that are currently more business-focused. That's what I'm thinking of. And when you are investing, as I shared with you, the price points are quote unquote, justified. I don't like that word in relation to that. I don't feel like anyone owes that to you, but they, the decision has been made on that price point as to what value the, that person or program feels that they can bring to you and your business. And so what kind of return on investment can you get? How soon can you get it? What can you actually start doing to make that money back? How is that program? When I join programs now, I think very specifically about how the wisdom, knowledge of this person, expertise of this person or their collective coaches is able to add to where I'm at with my business and how I want to grow. This is how I, I've become very, uh, much more sophisticated about how I choose to invest. I've also invested in my art education as well, which I've been really excited about as well. So I'm investing personally in art and business. And you could say, well, art is part of my business. Yes, but these particular courses aren't about art and business. They're about cultivating your creativity or adding on new skills in your creativity. So I invest across the board right now in all of those things. And because my business has grown substantially due to the investments that I have. So I'm in group coaching, I'm in various courses throughout the year, and I'm in about four or five different memberships to give me little pieces of learning from our expertise from these different perspectives. I, you know, my business has grown. My uh, confidence has grown. Everything has improved. And so for me, it makes sense and why I can confidently say to you, it will for you as well. When you stay coachable, you stay open-minded, you uh, genuinely go in with enthusiasm in these investments and you don't go in for coaching and then argue with the person you've hired don't waste their time and don't waste your time. If you're truly investing in a mentor, stay open to them. Don't let that cognitive bias or disintegration anxiety keep you from assimilating or at least trying what it is that they're offering to you because you hired them because you believed in them and you believe they could offer you something. So then try it. It's the funniest thing to me how many people argue for that. I'm just like, I probably did it myself at some point, but let's just say. Now, let me also... Uh, let's just say I, I never do that anymore. That's where I've become a more uh, savvy learner as well. I'm pretty particular about who I invest in. I kind of work with them over a period of years sometimes in different capacities. And so I'm clear when I make that investment at this point. But one thought I want to share with you with all of these offerings is uh, 
uh, a very good friend of mine said to me, someone I'm in a mastermind with, she said, I said, how did you, how do you decide on what you're going to invest in? You know, when, like we're all invested across the board in many different areas, which pun intended, she was saying, well, I'm making it pun intended. (laughs) She was saying it's a charcuterie board, meaning when you invest in a program, very often you want to attend every call. You want to view every lesson. You want to participate in every bit of the Facebook group. And certainly with a course that's limited time, you you might as well. Ideally, you want to make the most of that. But when you're working with memberships, group coaching, something that's ongoing for a period of months or a year, perhaps, it's a charcuterie board or a buffet, like I like to call it as well, you are going to pick and choose what you need versus try to consume the whole buffet. Uh, You will still feel satiated and full and pleased with picking and choosing. So I believe next level of education, sophistication and savviness is to learn how to pick and choose what you need, which again is why artful selling is invaluable because when you take the time to develop that clarity in your business and your vision and everything else, then you're going to know exactly what to focus on in your education as well. And the way I work with people now, I am consistently working behind the scenes to really dial that in for you so that you are able to say, you know what, this is the part of my business where I'm focusing on developing new social media skills. This is where I'm doing product development. This is where I'm going to refine my shop or get it set up. And that's all I'm focusing on. I'm not going to worry about everything else right now. So you also have to develop a skill in learning and don't feel bad if you purchase something maybe and you didn't use it. I believe there's a whole learning curve in terms of how we learn how to learn in this space. And it's taken some practice for me. Also on its basic level is you're supporting someone else's business. You're supporting someone else's dream, which only comes back to you in some capacity. And if they're helping other people, it's it's a worthy investment on all fronts, but don't feel like you have to consume everything. Definitely not in the expansive artist. There's no way I wouldn't recommend it because now you're not making your art, right? You've got to figure out what your priorities are for your business and then work, you know, work backwards from there to achieve those monthly, weekly, daily tasks. And just it's not about consuming it all. One big idea. One of my mentors said one big idea and it completely stuck with me. And now sometimes I like to think about the people I invest in and directly connect them to the big idea that was a game changer for me. That was a breakthrough. That was an up level. You don't always know where it's coming from, who it's coming from, how, but it happens when you're out there doing this kind of work and investing in yourself because above and beyond, when you make an investment in yourself, you are saying, I believe in me to more than pay this back. I believe that my business will pay for this. And then I encourage you to take that step further, right? And say, I believe my business will 10X this investment. And this is how I think it can happen. And then I will stay open and I will learn. And that attitude, that approach versus I can't afford this. I don't have the time. I 
I'm, I'm overloaded. How can you cannot, you can't not afford, wait, how am I trying to say this? Uh, you can't afford not to invest in yourself. You can't. If you are sitting on the sidelines afraid to invest uh, an affordable rate into your business that can save you time, money, frustration, everything, and might even leave you with some new friends and feeling good about yourself and just like feeling supported, I mean, it, it's just a no-brainer. It must be a part of every person starting, especially business budget. It must be. Please don't try to cobble it all together for free. You know, I love it. I know there are people who are invested in me on a paid working relationship who also listen to the podcast. And I know I listen to the podcast of people I purchase programs for too. Like we're learning from all the ways that they have to offer and that's that's really cool, but we're not just relying on the podcast. We are going deeper in the learning that they have to offer. So I think that covers it. So to basically answer the question of how do you know when you're ready, I would say less. it's less about one-on-one opportunities. It's about next level education is when you're feeling like you need more support. And typically that's when your business is growing and can also begin budgeting for and affording that support. And uh, I say affording, right? Because that's sort of subjective. You might not think so, but make it a high, high item on your on your budget. Uh, make it very, very important, a high priority because even just the resources, you know, I shared printers in my membership. I mean, these resources sometimes take years to find, or it was an investment in a relationship I made or a consult that I had with a mentor that gave me that information. I mean, it's, you can't underestimate the value of what you are getting. And anytime you want to feel salty about that, do a check on yourself and uh, how you're feeling about you because I can vouch for so many programs out there and say, oh my goodness, this is astonishing. It's astonishing what you get. So entering this space with gratitude is going to change everything for you. It will also change how you interact with your mentors, the relationship you have with them, and the relationship you ultimately have with your their community, which collaborations come out of that. So there's so much that comes out of investing in yourself in this way. So it's not so much, you know, one-on-one because that's going to typically be a higher ticket item that you might not be ready to jump to unless someone's created a special offering for you or, but rather I would lean towards group coaching or I would lean towards a course. I would ease your way into and continuing to work with someone you know, so that you're ready for that next level investment if that's something that you feel that you want to add. But I know where I'm at now with my business, I I won't go without it. I won't ever navigate these waters alone. I also, like I said, feel like it's my responsibility to be a good leader to you to be investing in my education as well. So as you need the support, get the support. 
don't second guess on that nudge because it's probably time for you and be open and willing to pay for that investment and ask yourself how you will make it back and then 10x it. I like that number is a good number to work from. You can pick whatever number feels doable to you, but reach bigger reach bigger and ask those questions. And it's all right for you to also ask your mentor, you know, how might I make this investment back? When I start working with my members and my students, we we open with that. How can how can you make this back? And if you're not ready to invest in yourself as a business owner, you're probably not ready to be a business owner. This is not an argument I'm going to have anymore with anybody. I have learned the hard way, and I have also learned what getting out of my own way has been able to cultivate for me in terms of my business growth and my personal development growth. And as I often say, oh, just getting started. It's like a whole new foundation for me than just a few years ago. I also want to add one last answer to a question. Should you have different mentors? And my personal feeling because I learn from many people is, is yeah, yeah. Everybody has a different style, different approach, slightly different perspective. And when you meld those together, you come up, you know, with your own, you develop your own. And I've, I've just decided that. However, if you don't feel that you Uh, Let me finish that thought. I've just decided that I've figured out the people I most enjoy learning from and I figured out what they all give me. And I, I go for the buffet. I'm not trying to consume everything every one of them creates or I'd have no time, right, to podcast or build a business or make some art or help you build your business. But I... I don't get overloaded in the way I used to. So you might have to grow into working with more than one person. Start with a person and certainly be willing to grow with them, but don't judge yourself or judge others. I know there was a saying for a while, like we're all course addicts. No, you're not. Every person I see in all the various courses that I'm in, they're doing it. (laughs) I'm seeing their progress now and it's paying off. So don't judge yourself for, for learning and, you know, get clear on what it is that you want, maybe per year, what you want to focus on learning and, and then pick and choose the mentors where you feel that you're going to get the most benefit you know, you feel the most resonance with connection to and are most inspired by, quite honestly, want to learn from people that uh, you'd like to emulate more or live more of what they are living, hopefully, truthfully, not claiming, not claiming they are, but then being a mess behind the background. I try to let you in on the messy side of me so you know what you're getting. And there's no perfection here. No. (laughs) But Uh, I'm definitely making progress. If you go back to the podcast, even a few years ago, wow, that's a huge difference. So do it, invest in yourself, uh, continue to reach for higher levels of investment. As soon as you feel that nudge, uh, honor the price tag for that. Know that the value is coming with it. 
and it will help you also value your value in the world. So it's very important. Lastly, there's this saying that, you know, the monetary exchange is incredibly powerful in someone truly taking the investment seriously. I I will say that I have had people learn from me for quote unquote free who have done amazing work for sure. Uh, and that's, that's incredible. They did not take that for granted and they showed up and they did the work. Typically the people who invest the most are the ones who make the most progress. I don't, you know... It just is what it is. When you have skin in the game, you show up. So the more skin you have in the game, the more likely you are to show up. And it's just a really, really important piece of this kind of energetic transaction is that you're valuing someone's value. They are delivering what they've promised to you and you go from there and you and you get it done and you make progress and remember to look at all of the progress that you've made and note that that's why we have with oh, a planner the planner the planner I'm going to be holding a hard copy in my hands very soon has a weekly wins section and maybe make note of where that win came from and chronicle it. So when you're contemplating, you know, do I want to make an investment for another year with this person or take another course with them? You might want to have record of that and see your wins because we're always kind of, we're fickle, right? We just think about what do we do today? (laughs) We don't take the years and make it cumulative and see, oh my, have I done a lot. And now that I have consistently been working with a group of artists for several years, oh, I see it. It's phenomenal. It's phenomenal. So never underestimate all these small shifts, one step forward, add up to pretty powerful transformations. And what's the message? Lastly, you don't do it alone don't do it alone. Thanks so much for listening. Get on the Artful Selling waitlist at creativethursday.com. It's going to be a fantastic time. And that is also a way to work with me in a deeper, more personal guidance capacity, more support at this time. I may be bringing a group coaching program back for 2022. And I am also contemplating when the timing is right, a mastermind. And both of those opportunities are application only. The course you can join me. We're going to be doing the Profitable Artist Planning Challenge in January. So you can also work with me and ask me questions and that will proudly lead into the opportunity to work with me in Artful Selling, which I hope that you will because I'm really excited to see what the artists who joined me last year have accomplished this year. And it just continues to build upon itself. And I'm I'm excited. So I, I can't wait to work with you further. And I thank you for listening to the podcast. I know sometimes this may be your first intro to me. And, and that's awesome. Just a quick note, (laughs) I've asked James, the podcast editor, to drop this in to the episode, Marisa here. I remembered a really important point that I wanted, a last point that I wanted to add to this episode is that when you are investing in your education, 
It is. I am not an accountant. I am not a financial advisor. And please check this depending on where you live in the world. But in the United States, and I live in California specifically, your education for your business, your investments for your business are to be kept track of, documented, because they are a write-off for your business. So what I notice a lot of times is that people think that they are sending money or spending money. It's going out. There's a very different attitude and approach to your finances, especially as a business owner, when you see that as an investment And when you also recognize that that investment is offsetting some of your tax obligation, and there's a reason for that, because these are legitimate expenses that are required, well, not required, right? But as you heard me say, or will hear me say, they are intended, they are very important, essential, let's just say, essential for business owners to make investments in this way. And that's why certain tax laws are set up to support that, to support business growth, to support the economy. So there have been times where I'm considering making an investment and I've actually spoken to my accountant about it based upon how my numbers are looking for the year and is it going to make sense for me to make this investment now or later and how will that affect my tax liability. And I just get as much information as I can to make the best decision at the time to make make the right choice for me at the time. But I notice a lot of times people are very early emerging business owners, emerging artists are very naive about what is actually available for you in terms of your tax resources. So as soon as you can, begin thinking like a more established business owner. And that's why I share these tips with you. So I didn't want to forget that. The short and sweet version is that very often your education can be a write-off. And if you're hearing any scratching in the background, I think it's May May. (laughs) In the litter box, I forgot to close my studio door. (laughs) All right. I hope that's helpful. Until next time, friends. Thanks for listening. Creative Thursday is recorded by me, Marisa. You can find all things Creative Thursday at creativethursday.com and learn about how I can support you in building and growing your thriving artist business at creativethursdaycourses.com. Be sure to hit subscribe to get the next episode as soon as it drops. And if this episode has inspired you, share it with a friend and fellow creative and leave a positive review so that more listeners can be introduced to the Creative Thursday message and mission to empower artists to know their worth, value their work, and consistently artfully sell to their ideal collectors online so that they can make more beautiful art all in support of living a life they love. Coming together as a creative community, we uplift and support one another 
while encouraging and being an example for more people all over the world to dream big and believe in what is possible for them.